Hello and welcome back to The Movies Made Us Do It. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I'm pretty good, sir. How are you? I'm alright. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing the, 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 the most recentest movie we've ever done on one of we these are. episodes. Yes. Uh, Hot Fuzz. Uh, from 2007? Seven. Yes, 2007. Um, my personal favourite of the Cornetto trilogy, actually. Um, which okay. I, I don't know if that's controversial because most people are like, I most people I know either go Shaun of the Dead or World's End. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I know anybody whose favorite is World's End. I think I know a lot of people that are the right age and are into the right kind of music and were in the right scene yeah. to to love World's End. Oh, um, don't get me wrong. The, the music the, is is probably opening, the best soundtrack of the three. The opening of World's End is yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean that is one of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, I I, I get that. That's yeah, I I, I think it speaks to some people, some of my friends. Um, yeah, that I, makes sense. okay. I love I I love all three. I do. Uh, I I I have most issues with World's End mm-hmm. from a narrative perspective. I I think for me it's the it's the order they came out. I think that's Short, fine. My, I Short of the Dead is favorite, a, then Hot yeah. Buzz then World's End. But Short of the Dead is fantastic. That, they're all fucking awesome. They are. That, this is the thing. When I when I criticize World's End, it's still one of the funniest movies. Like I, yeah. I love that movie. Um, I right. my main issues around World's End is like the excuses of why they're not just leaving. Yeah, I, I always felt like that movie. I would have been way better with that movie if we'd seen them try to leave and there was like a shield around the town or something. Yeah, then I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Because it, 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 there's that constant thing of like, why don't I understand why the lead character doesn't leave, mm-hmm. but the rest of them is like, why, why aren't you leaving now? Um, but that's a you, it, don't, it, you it, don't buy that they all end up staying because you know for the reasons that they do. Mainly not him. really. I understand him staying for yeah. sure because obviously he's basically committing suicide. Um, yeah. But the rest, I'm like, mm, not sure. You know, because there is that moment when they realise that, you know, he's been lying this whole time and he's full yeah. of shit. And it's like, just go now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but that aside, it's a tremendous movie. I love all three of these movies. But I, I will say for me, I, I I just think for me, Hot Fuzz is if I had to pick one, it's it's Hot Fuzz. And, and the main reason I say that is because I, I think this is in terms of not even just a comedy, just in terms of a script, but it, it particularly, it kind of pertains to comedy specifically. I think this is one of the best written scripts I've ever seen. Yeah. There is not a wasted moment of dialogue uh, or action in mm-hmm. any of the first act that yeah. does not pay off in the second and third acts. It's it's like, it's it's a work of art in terms of yeah. writing, in my opinion. His, his ability to do a setup is yeah. amazing there's I mean, he, so much setup in this movie and it all gets paid, paid off. off at some point you know there, yeah. there's nothing yeah like you said there's nothing wasted everything is is there for a pretty much a reason yeah yeah it's, it's, it's incredible the smallest of details and just beautifully mm-hmm. you know done and i he's just he really is good at that and i think even in his you know i mean he's not actually done that many movies to be fair well, right? i think that is and, probably why I, I, yeah, think I think he takes so his too. time and he gets them right, you know. Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think even with with um, you know last um, like in Soho and mm-hmm. um, you know Scott Pilgrim, they're all 
you know, pretty um, have this the same sort of thing going through them. They all have that um, that uh, setup and payoff that he he, he does. Yeah, you know, maybe not quite so comedic. Obviously, not so comedic as is is no. but certainly, you know, w- with with regards to how things are set up and how things are, are gone. And you know, I think some people weren't overly keen on last night and so I personally I thought it was really good I thought a lot of the performances were, were, were amazing in that movie yeah and it's it, yeah it's it's I think he's, he's a great director and it's, it's it's sort of sad that he doesn't do more but then also it's not sad because it's worth when, the wait exactly when, when they, you know when you, you get something like a baby driver or you know something that that good that's the thing I mean baby driver I'm, I'm a big fan of heist movies anyway Mm-hmm. So that kind of spoke to me, but even if it didn't, knowing yeah. who was directing it and who was yeah. writing those movies, I was like, mm, I would have watched it. I would have watched it anyway because I know I'm in for probably a good time. And he's got an amazing. He he loves. You know, he's got an amazing love of music. His his yeah. musicality is, is is brilliant. But it's the difference between excellent music, well placed in the mm-hmm. the story and and the yep. scene. Yeah. versus you know amazing music shoved in for the sake of it you know because then you've got suicide squad oh that first you've just two. yeah the first one where you've, you've just how got... many times have we, have we shit on that movie for it's exactly? it's well, the, the i think for this from a soundtrack perspective suicide squad is the <laughs> best worst example yeah that i can think of where it's like every single one of the songs in this movie absolute banger yeah your placement of the and use of them fucking awful yeah. The whole way through. So weird. It is. It's, it's so amazing that you can get... I, mean, I guess it, it just does go to show you that you can fuck it up. Yeah. Because, like said, every, every song is brilliant. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I remember I, when the trailer came out and people were like, oh, this is this trailer's great. And I was like, is it great or do you just like Queen? Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody's great. I agree. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um... But anyway, uh, I, I mean, like I said, this is the most modern movie I think we've done. Uh, probably no need to ask. But Matt, because it's tradition, <laughs> when yeah. did you first see Hot Fuzz? Was it 2007 in the cinema? It was. <laughs> it, it was 2007 in the cinema. Wow, me too. Oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw uh, Shaun of the Dead in the cinema and there was no goddamn way in hell I wasn't seeing this in the cinema. Yeah. Uh, as soon I, as I, it came out, I was like, I'm on it. I think the only one of his films I haven't seen in the cinema was um, was uh, Last Night in Soho. I was a bit late to that one. Might be the same for me, actually. I'm trying to think now. I, I think oh, I no, saw... I, I didn't see Baby Driver in the cinema, actually. I, I saw Baby Driver and I saw Scott Pilgrim in the cinema as well. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. Well, let's just uh, let's, let's just skip the preamble and, uh, and get right into it. Yeah. Um... So we uh, we open <laughs> with the sirens. We open with the sirens, and and then we get this awesome summary of of what a badass Nicholas Angel is um, and his I credentials. That. I love that the you get that long shot of him just walking towards you. Yep, but you know with purpose. And I love <laughs> my my favorite part of this is when they do. They do the driving and you see him skid up and then they yeah. and he gives that look and then they do the same thing on the pedal bike. And for some reason I find that really funny. I don't know yeah. why. 
because it is funny. It's, it's just it's, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, you know, he, even cycling, he takes seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything he does, he <laughs> takes seriously. Um, Music-wise, they're playing Goody Two-Shoes by Adamant, which is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is perfect, uh, perfectly timed to the scene. Um, obviously, we, we understand that. I think they mentioned that he was he was in a gunfight here um and and we do see peter jackson stab him yeah peter hand. jackson is the is the is the, is the, the, clown. Uh, the homeless santa claus guy oh it's santa sorry he's not a clown it's santa isn't it yeah, and it, it's funny because like you can instantly see his peter jackson from his eyes there's yep. just something about peter jackson's eyes because i <laughs> as soon as you look at it if, if you're a, if you're a peter jackson fan as soon as you watch that scene you're like that's Derek. <laughs> I, I know Derek. I know a Derek look when I see one, and that's a Derek look right there. Um, but yes, yeah, so it 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 you know he's got the highest arrest record of anyone in the Met, I think. Yeah. At this point, yeah. um, and uh, he's basically like continued to to train in every aspect of policing to just be become like the best policeman in every like aspect of being a policeman yeah um so he's he's called in to uh to to uh the office by his superior um and and is basically told that you know for 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 such a wonderful you know it's about time all yeah. of this wonderful work you've done it's time for you to be promoted <laughs> yeah and uh he's going to be made sergeant i think yep um and of course, we we go no, through the cameos of, of people. Your, your arrest rate is four hundred percent higher than everybody else's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in London, which must be insane. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, of course, we go through the list of cameos as he goes up the chain of command, like yeah. arguing it because they're they're basically like, oh, you know, we're we're promoting you to sergeant in Sanford, and he's like, yeah. what? it's <laughs> like in sanford and he's like you always wanted to go into the country he's like i never said that he's like yes you did you said i really want to go to the i really want to live in the country margaret or something like that it's like yeah. his wife like where it's like had this private conversation they've obviously tapped his phone or something <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, yeah eventually when i when i retire yeah <laughs> Um, yeah so he obviously argues this and, and it goes up the up the the, the chain of command you know, like you said, that you get Martin Freeman, yeah. who moves on to, um, oh, blimey, now I forgot his name. Um, Alan Partridge. Uh, yes, that's my brain just keeps going, <laughs> Alan Partridge. I, mean, Alan I know, Partridge, it's, yeah. It's like, yes, no, what's his bloody name, you moron? I don't um, know. Oh, God, why can't I remember? I don't know, this? I'm blanking on it as well, though. Um, it's always a bloody thing. Um, but you're always like, you know... I don't know about you, but in the cinema, yeah, I when they were like, "What well, you want to take this higher?" I yes. I knew it was going to be Bill Nye. I was like, "It's got to be Bill yeah. Nye. It has to be." Yeah, you know, it's like it has to be Bill What's Nye. She's comfortable. <laughs> um, and uh, I I love like that that Bill Nye's like he's like the superintendent, right? And, yeah, and he's like he just doesn't give a shit. He's like, "Look, you're making us all look bad. Yeah, you gotta go." look bad and I, what i love about as well is when he says you, you can't just make make people disappear he says 
I'm the super. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh, yes, I can. And he gives that a, like a little, little sort of snile. Oh yeah, like he's done that. Like he's actually done it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's quite sinister in that Bill Nye sinister way. Yeah. Um, and I, and I love he's like, well, there's one thing you haven't considered. He's like, what's that? He's like. Well, the team are going to make of this, and he turns around and they've like literally got the goodbye sign and like pop in the uh, the party poppers. Steve Coogan, fuck, fuck me, I I I blanked so hard on that that I just had to skip past it and continue. I know. I was it's like, cool. I, I can't think. Why is my brain gone? I did just. I finish like when he says he, he says about um, you know, having to pack, and he says, "Where, where are you living right now?" Because he broke up with Janine, and he says, "He says, oh, he's... oh, Janine, that was the name." Sorry. Yeah, he says, "Where are you living now?" And he says, "He says, oh, he's living at the station house." Because what with the recruits? He says, "Yeah," because well, then you're already packed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he's he's been forcibly promoted uh, and transferred to Sanford, which is this small country village. Looks a lot like Wales, but we'll we'll get to Wales. Yeah, well, I wonder why. <laughs> um. That's W E L L S, not W A L E S. Um, Although it does kind of look like Wales as well, I suppose. Um, So it has the lowest crime rate in the country, uh, this sleepy little village. Um, And obviously he's pretty depressed about it. So he goes to see Janine to to, to kind of tell her he's leaving because obviously they've just broken up. We get the impression they've just broken up. So he heads to this crime scene where, where Janine is working um and uh it first is like she gets the phone call and it's like she's at work yeah she's like answers the phone and she's like you know i i can't talk to you right now i'm 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 at the you know i'm at a crime scene and he's like i know i'm outside (laughs) um and uh is it kate blanchett yeah it's kate blanchett yeah um and i i forget who bob is because there's 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 a bunch uh, of celebrities here that are cameoing Jim, under masks. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, and I love when he walks in. He's like, Janine, I've been transferred to Sanford. And this bloke's like, I'm not Janine. I'm not Steve. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, they're all wearing the, the surgical masks. And obviously it's yeah, been yeah, like a got, very bloody but, murder of some kind. That's, what they, that's one, one of their jokes. You know, because every time you see a CSI in one of these things, they're always in like, a suit or something yeah. or, you know the trendy clothes and they're wan- wandering around a crime scene yeah. you know sometimes without gloves <laughs> you, and you just and then you no know, this is what they look like yeah this is what crime scene people look like when they're wandering around yeah 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 um so you know he, he tells her that he's he's been transferred and um she says you know like it was it was never going to work out between us because you just love the job you're married to the job that's you're married to the force and that's all you were ever gonna be um and and she says look you know i've got something to tell you i've been seeing someone else and he's like i i know he's like is it bob and she's like would bob do i look like someone that would that would (laughs) would get with bob and of course they all look the fucking same because they're all just poor bob's <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the other guy's like, "Hello there." Yeah, <laughs> um, and then of course you know, just to prove, he he's trying to make his argument that he's yeah. he's not all just about the force, but yeah. then of course he can't help himself, and he's like, "You do realize that black glass was broken from the inside?" <laughs> yeah, and I love the way that they all turn around and go, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like he is really good at his job. Like he's just pointed something out that all of these detectives. Of, of these crime scene investigators have failed to, to notice 
um uh but yeah so uh he's off to sanford and um we we see this long long journey that he goes on which i think is incredibly well directed actually this is, this is the, the i would say the the perfect travel in yeah it's it's yeah. it's probably one of the best transitions uh travel scenes ever committed to film yeah it is near perfect and you learn Just, about sanford on the way from the uh the messages yep beautifully done just the way it's you know just quick little cuts of of him and all weather and yeah getting to the station you know getting on the train sleeping at the station because he gets woken up by the train as it goes past and stuff yeah you get the 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 difference uh you know the the different uh messages like you said and you also the fact that the signals you know going down as he gets closer to yeah (laughs) and i love that they're like oh you know um frank leaves voicemails and he's like oh yes. you know um just just let you know that you're 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 um we've got a lot your cottage is ready and yeah and then got... it, as he gets closer it just gets shitter and shitter <laughs> yeah and they're like ah it's not ready sorry um but of course uh on the on this journey with him is the peace lily which yeah, will become is Japanese peace lily important as uh as the the film goes on um so he arrives and uh finds his way to the hotel um and uh i think this is the first bit where we get the crossword yeah she just like immediately says calls him a fascist he's like excuse me um and of course she's she's talking about the crossword um amazing billy white lord yes i mean the cast of this movie is somewhere else so spot on isn't it really really good um so he checks himself in and um he's yeah you like you said you know, the fact the fascist thing you get the hag thing oh the like, hag yes you know, he's gonna come gonna come back later <laughs> um and uh we see him in bed uh nursing his his injured hand he's he's doing the hand yeah, exercises you get the, the yeah the, the mentioning of his hand how's the hand yeah it's a constant thing and, and you see him exercising his hand in bed um clearly bored out of his face he doesn't know what to do first night also, in this new town also the thing we, we also we also get with the um with the the, the um landlady mm. he comes in there's that thing where you know he says about arriving and she says but you've always been here and that's like the first sort of proper moment where you get that underlying weird there's something weird going on here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um so he's restless and he decides you know might as well go to the pub see what the you know i i I think it's more about him understanding because he's all about the work yeah i think it's him kind of almost casing the joint he's he's like going out and he's kind of seeing the lay of the land and and who are the 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 problems you know um so he heads in and he, he asks for a cranberry juice so we learn that he doesn't drink it's all really good setup and, and character building in these these early scenes we really yeah. get to know what nicholas angel the person is like um so he asks for a cranberry juice he asks to borrow the newspaper because again he's he's looking through the newspaper and <clears throat> um and i i love you get the uh he he starts to notice that, that some of these people seem underage and, and i love the shot where the light uh, yeah. glimmers off of the kid's braces and blinds him. 
so of course he can't help himself and you can see he tries yeah there's that moment of recollection when he's like i shouldn't i shouldn't i just shouldn't engage but he just can't he, help he it. He looks at the, the, the sign. They got the sign up right yeah. next to the kids, and, he's, and he just, yeah, he just can't ignore it. So of course he he walks up and he, he starts showing the badge. And I love the kid. He's like, um, he's like, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your, what's your date of birth? And he's like, yeah. I don't know, like the twenty third of June. He's like, what year? Like, Every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got the kid who just panics and just makes yeah. a noise. Oh. <laughs> The other one was because he says, oh, I can't remember what year it is because you're, you're, and then, then we get the, um, the, the barman comes up. He's like, is there a problem here? And, and he's like, well, it seems that, uh, you know, many of your patrons are underage. And he's like, well, you know, it doesn't do any harm, does it? If they're in here, they're not causing trouble out there. And he's like, well, the law is the law. And then he and <laughs> he's like, empties the, the entire pub. Is this the first time we get the, the greater good? as well I think yes it's, a... it's for the greater good yeah yeah um and then after that the entire pub is emptied apart from danny <laughs> yeah. and uh and, and the barman and the barman's just they just look furious it's just like it's like you're definitely getting spit in that one if you ask for <laughs> another one there um so of course we see danny there who's who's just in the background but extremely drunk he keeps asking for pints and just downing entire pints and then asking for another pint yeah um so you know i guess after his cranberry juice uh nicholas leaves the pub and uh he sees danny um he's he's uh trying to get his car he's trying to open the car but he can't find the hole for his key um and (laughs) nicholas is like you're not gonna drive that are you and he's like no (laughs) yeah um and then i think he gets distracted because he sees some graffiti doesn't he on the uh on the fountain and he also he notices the plaque with all the all the names on yes yeah um and when of course he did see the hoodies as he walked in he saw oh yeah hoodies hoodies. Hoodies. yeah another another sort of weird sinister thing like you know with yeah they're all got their heads down with it you know it's interesting because the next movie kind of deals with the hoodies a lot more yeah, yeah. you know when he got world's end um but uh yeah so um so yeah he's distracted and then suddenly you know he almost gets run over uh, by Danny, Danny, Danny backs the car into the uh, into the fountain. Um, so of course Nicholas springs into action and grabs him. And it's like, right, you're under arrest. I'm taking you to the station. It's like, where is it? <laughs> um, and uh, so of course he, you know, he takes him, uh, <coughs> takes him to the station. And um, well, they're you know bumping into a number of people along the way. Oh yeah, because he takes all the kids in as well, doesn't yeah. he? Um, the first one like peeing against the the wall, and then he turns on and pees on them. Yeah, Danny just looks down and laughs. Yeah. And then you get and there's like a kid with a traffic cone on his head, and yeah, yeah. It's all the kids he kicked out, basically, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. He just like arrests them all on the way back, or at least takes them into the station. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so he uh, he takes them in, and um, the uh, the desk the desk sergeant there is like, "Hey, you sure you want to do this? There's a lot of a lot of paperwork." And he's like, "Oh, my pen's run out." <laughs> yeah, it's like no problem. I brought like he's got like a bunch of pens in in each hand, yeah, uh, <laughs> ready to go. Um, and uh, yeah, so he basically says, you know, 
Danny's got to stay the night. And of course, the, the Death Star is immediately like, all right, Dan, you, you're in for the night. Cell, cell, six, cell 6 is open or something. <laughs> and he's like, wait, I want to talk to him. He's like, oh, he'll be useless until the morning. Let him sleep it off. You know, yeah. it's better if he just sleeps it off. Um, so. The wonderful, obviously, wonderful Bill Bailey is the. Uh... The desk as, as one of the desk sergeants yeah now that worked the first time i saw this this worked yeah. for me i didn't i didn't get what was going on until they re- revealed it yeah because he basically plays twins uh, yeah. and one of them's really miserable and what i love is this guy this this guy is really sort of chipper yeah and then in the morning so the next day uh he he meets him again and then he's really miserable and you're like well i guess he's miserable because he's been up all night working but it actually yeah. just turns out they're two different people. Um, but the next hint that something's not right in this town, which I love, is because it fits the village aesthetic, but it also gives you a hint that things are weird in this town. It's the next morning, he wakes up and he goes for a run. He's yep. been there one night and he's met only the kids in the pub, really. Uh-huh. He goes for this run and everybody in the village knows his name immediately. Yep. They're like, morning sergeant angel morning sergeant angel all of them they all know his name immediately they've all been talking they're all you know it's all part of this this hive of uh, of people um this this cult um and uh i think this is where we're introduced to timothy dalton who is my yeah. favorite character in this whole movie he's brilliant he is so good this is skinner <laughs> He always he always has been one of those people though. It's like you know I I really loved him as Bond, but he's always had that like you are a villain, you know. The, yeah. There's something about him. It's there just is, he's just a villain, you know. He's he, so he good does, at it. He does have a very good villain voice as well. It's yes. Every and face. I mean, his whole look. He he just does villain very well. Yeah. That voice. I, I guess is, it, oh. it must be the eyebrows. Maybe I think it's, he just has sinister eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there there is something about it. Um, he's like, running they, up. They wrote the role specifically for him as well, which you know uh, he plays it perfectly. And I think they they were sort of one of those sort of you know didn't know whether they would take it, but he was like more more than happy. And, and he says it's one of the, the the funnest sets he's ever been on. I mean, and, I, I I don't know how they kept a straight face for half of this, to be honest. And the one of the you know the, they said one of the marks of how professional he is is that. When they do the, um, you know, the, some of the scenes where the characters are talking to each other, and you get the different yeah. point of view shots, he said most people will do that with an actor, uh, with a the stand-in. They'll mm-hmm. do their scenes against the stand-in, and when the next person comes on, he'll they'll do their scene against. Timothy Dalton came in the next day to do to read off the other person. That's the, that's see that's really professional. Yeah. Um, and dedicated. No, no stand-in for him. It's, you, you know, he he came in to do it himself. It's like, yeah, he he's a what? He's a tremendous actor. He really is, and he is so <laughs> so good here as this absolute asshole. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning, he he the runs slasher. up. He, he runs up. He's like, I must be stopped. Like, arrest yeah. me. I need to be stopped. I'm a slasher. And he's like, excuse me. He's like, of prices, <laughs> because he runs the uh, the local summer field. Yeah. Um. And he, what does he say? He's like, uh, I'm the owner of the local supermarché. Supermarché, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like the most sort of pretentious twat as well. Yep. He's, he's yep. just gonna... 
Um, and I, what also, what I, this scene is is great as well because not only again soundtrack you've got mm-hmm. um, Kinks yeah. uh, Village Green Preservation Society playing while while he's, yeah. he's running around, but everybody, almost everybody who's in who he, he meets along the way is in the exact position they are in later. Yes, yes, it's like a patrol, and and as we will see later, it, it literally is a patrol because they're all armed and yeah. they're all you know they're all in key positions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he he ends up uh, at the station uh, to start his first official day of work, um, and of course he wants to check in on the prisoner. So he heads on in, and uh, of course we meet we meet the miserable twin on the way. Yeah. And nobody tells apparently me the nothing. Other, the other thing I never noticed until I was looking at this, but apparently um, the the first one is reading Ian Banks, and he's reading Ian M Banks. Oh, I never noticed that. No, I didn't. That's notice cool. That. So yeah, so one obviously one, one likes the sci-fi stuff, and the other one likes the the, the, the more uh, yeah Bravi ones. Um, so he he asks for uh he goes in yeah. and he looks in and he's like the prisoner's yeah. missing. Yeah, the, the inebriated South Six is card or whatever it is. And and you can hear in the background he's like open South Six please, and he's like oh daddy open South Six. <laughs> so of course daddy's opening his own cell. Yeah. I not this year, that one's, I don't know. I don't know how he misses that he's opening the door for him. Yeah, and spot him there. But I guess he's too intent on the on the on the actual cell. Yeah, itself. he's looking in the cell and, and whatever. Um, and of course he's he's like he's gone. And Daddy just yeah. leads in. He's like, oh, who? He's what are you doing wearing a, wearing a police uniform? Goes, um, I am one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, and of course we we meet Frank finally, who we heard the voice of on the phone on the way down. He's been leaving messages and, and whatnot. He's the chief of police of Sanford, uh, and also is Danny's father. Yeah. So obviously, immediately Nicholas is like, "Oh, this is why he's been let off." Yeah. Because he's basically the, the 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 kid of of the uh, of the chief of police. Um, and he says, "You know, look." your son's committed a pretty serious crime i mean to be fair he did nearly kill him he nearly ran him over or at least yep. seriously injured him um and he, he says you know because he he's he's had to uh didn't he what i can't remember what he had to do he's like been they're all eating ice cream already aren't they and he's like it is, oh he's yeah, it's cake oh, it's cake that's right he's eating cake. cake and he's like well yep. the cake's on on the forest gatto's on daddy for for yep. misbehaving he's like well i think it's a bit more serious than that and he's like oh yeah no this is for a different offense like you know for, yeah. for this is gonna need something a bit more serious he's like do you like ice cream <laughs> yeah do you like chunky monkey <laughs> um and uh, so he's shown around the station. He he meets the the, the various uh, like constables and the the police officers. Um, and uh, I I love the Andes. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're so good. They're they're basically they are basically like the stereotypical uh, inspectors. You know, in, yeah. the, in the way they dress and look. They've even got the old mustache That's, and stuff. This is like part of the whole, you know, the old aesthetic of this movie. Yeah, is that they basically wanted to do uh, an American action American movie, American action movie in, yeah. in like set in Britain because it's so ridiculous. Yes, I mean it's and ridiculous they, enough in America, but here it's yeah. it's even more. It, it's like it, it's uh, ridiculous in America, but I guess we're accustomed to seeing it on film. Yeah. Whereas there's something even more ridiculous when you put it in this setting. 
Yeah. Um, and they basically, he, he basically went through every possible cliche they could possibly find. Yeah. Just to put in this movie. Now, yeah. I think, I think they went through, I think, is it Rob, uh, Roger Ebert's like reviews of, of oh that's of, fantastic and they just picked up every criticism and, and put it in the up, movie yeah <laughs> that's, yeah that's awesome what i love here though is they, they like i can't remember what danny says but they throw a fucking bin at him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's to do with the the, his, the andes he's, uh, he, and he says because you know why they call them the andes because they're all called both called andrew it's like but well done it's like so shocked that he got that yeah and he's, he's also it's, it's like the, uh, it's an uphill struggle talking to him and it's such a satisfying well. oh that's fantastic it's such a great shot because they they're indoors like they're in a different room aren't they the, the, the yep. bin just comes flying out the door yeah and what i love is is that when they come in the the, the, the they're sat there, and one of the Andes has got like a, a, a fork full of cake halfway to his mouth. Yeah, and they're just staring at him with utter contempt. Yeah, they they fucking hate him. The the moment they meet him, they just absolutely despise him. <laughs> and I like you got the uh, the evidence room with the code nine nine nines, just nothing. Yeah. Completely empty because the riot room where it's got like all their riot gear, was just like, covered in cobwebs and spiders. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course they uh, they visit the uh, the neighborhood watch alliance. Yep. Um, who you know we, we meet the the leader of the uh, the neighborhood watch alliance, yep. um, and uh, he's very quick to point out. I think the living statue is that the living statue? Yeah, blind. Oh, no, and the hood, and then of course Nicholas points out the hoodies. Says, oh, they need to be stopped. You know, they yeah. need to be stopped. Frank can't have that. Um, it's got. The, it shows him all the the uh, the shots of him going around the village that night. Yes, he says, oh, I've been admiring your handiwork and he's got yeah. shots of, of everything. And it's quite clear that he's he's very uh, um, passionate about the Neighbourhood Watch. Yeah. Too passionate, you could say. But at this stage, just comes across very... He comes. The thing is, they, they cast an actor who... I, I forget the character's name in this, but he, he seems so likeable and lovable. He's yeah. just like a really nice guy who's trying Tom really Weaver. hard and, to... Yeah, Edward Woodward's Tom Weaver. Yes, Tom Weaver, and, that's it. And what, yeah, again you know little things to just prod you towards the wicker man isn't it yeah it's very wicker man a lot of this brilliant and i love apparently the 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 originally before they got the actual summerfield Mm. um for the for the supermarket they were gonna call it summer isle that would have been almost funnier yeah i think uh although there is something hilarious about it actually being a summer field yeah like it's so ridiculous and fair play to summerfield for allowing that well, I don't think it exists anymore, does it? They, I think it exists in some form, though. Someone must own the name. Yeah, probably. I would have thought. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, in any case, um, so he meets the whole groups. He meets um, the the guy whose name I can't think of, and Saxon the dog. I know Saxon yeah. the dog's name, but not not him. Uh, PC Walker. PC Walker. That's right. And I love, I love what every time um, Doris makes some sort of innuendo, he, he, says... he immediately has that little response. Like they're talking about, she's she likes a good gobble, and he goes cocks. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah. Doris is like, hey, if you want me to show you around, I'll show you around. I've been around the station a few times. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and her. Apparently, she's called Doris, mm. 
because, and this is uh, apparently a a police thing, um, that years ago basically sexist coppers used to call any female policeman Doris. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was <clears throat> they, it was just their their word. You know, yeah. she's a Doris, right? Basically, and so that's why they they called her Doris. <laughs> Oh, and the other thing that I uh, we should mention as well is that everybody in the village has a uh, their names are, are old professions. So there's Thatcher and yes, uh, Wayne Cartwright and Wainwright and um, Thacker and, and you know they've all got those the, the, the sort of old professional names, which I think is really cool as well. Yeah. Um. So. I, I, the, so Frank's like, you know, well, as it's your first day and it's like midday, oh, yeah, or like it's like ten a.m. Isn't it? So he's like, oh, yeah, call it lunch. Yeah. That's be that'll be lunch. Yeah. Um. So of course he has to go along with it, but you can tell that Nicholas just wants to get on with work. He doesn't want to deal with this shit. But obviously, yeah. you know, Frank's in charge, and he does respect authority. So he's gonna he's gonna do what is. Yeah. His, you know. Uh, that's the, the, that's one of the constant things in his life, isn't it? Is that he keeps getting duty. He keeps getting thwarted by Frank. Who, yeah, he who, does. Yeah, like the bit when he rips up the tickets and then Frank comes around and he's like, can you represent us? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Sake. Um, so they head to the pub and they they sort of trying to mingle and get to know each other. I love the bit when he says to, uh, when Andy takes a drink of the pint and he's like, you've got a mustache. He's like, I know. I know. And I think this is where we start getting... <laughs> Danny asking or being amazed about London. It's like a yep. mythical place to him because he calls it London as well. London. Doesn't it? London. Um, they all do. Even like later on when they get, there's a phone call from you from London. Yeah. Um, but he's like, obviously, as as we will very shortly learn, he is he is a huge American action cop guy right any yeah. any cop movie any naf cop movie in america he's all about um so he's filled with these questions um and he just constantly asks nick all these questions and he's like to his chagrin he's like oh just um yeah have you ever have you ever fired two guns while, while jumping horizontally no no <laughs> and everything he lists have you ever been in a police chase where you fired out of the window yeah uh, and, <laughs> and the best thing is everything he lists they do yeah. At the end of the movie, they do all of them. They by yeah. the end of the movie, they've checked off every single one of Danny's wish list <laughs> of action movie things like tropes. Um and uh we see him do the 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 school uh seminar. He was talking to oh. the school and yeah. Danny's in the audience. He's like, "Is there is it true that there's a place in someone's head if you shoot yeah, it, it will explode." <laughs> uh, so good. Um and and then of course we realize Danny is absolutely shocked that, that nicholas has never watched point break or bad boys 2 specifically yeah. 2 um and i can see why they i know why they picked bad boys 2 because that is the most ridiculous like bad boys well, 2 is so also what's funny about that is apparently um <laughs> right gave um nick frost like 20 action movies for him to watch he said, here's a list of the, the movies that you need to watch. And he went away and the only one he watched was Bad Boys 2. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah. That was the only one he watched. He didn't watch any of the others. Um, 
so yeah, uh, we we see that you know life in Sanford is is dull as fuck for for Nicholas, who is used to dealing with you know violence and murder and 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 quote unquote serious crime. Uh, Nicholas is is you know chasing swans and and uh, and and. Yeah. Uh, by Stephen Merchant, he's like P.E. Staker, piss taker. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love when he's I, trying I, to get the description. Can you describe? It? It's, like, it's, a, it's a swan. <laughs> it's like long, slender neck. Yeah. Uh, the most exciting thing that he does <laughs> is when he visits the local farmer. Oh man, that's it's so, I love it when they're driving along and he says to he says to What do we need the dog for? Because we don't need the dog. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's not the dog. We need a translator. Um, yeah, they 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 turn up and and they're they're trying. Wasn't it? Isn't it like a hedgerow dispute or something? It's like yeah, property it's dispute. Is a hedgerow dispute? <laughs> and he's, uh, I just somebody's been knocking down hedgerows. He goes, and he goes, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so he, he, yeah, like you said, they they've got him there to to translate because he's 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 so sort of his West Country accent is so strong that it's incomprehensible so you've yeah. got the the farmer who speaks to uh boss's name uh There's, yeah it's uh david bradley isn't it it's, yeah so it's david bradley is the farmer and then he yeah. speaks to the uh the dog handler uh walker walker um and then, and then nick danny, can't understand danny, him danny either so danny him. can so danny can understand him but can't understand the farmer so he, <laughs> they yeah. go round like three people to get to him um suppose, ah, suppose, yes i suppose yes i suppose <laughs> what i like again is it is it shows that by the end he understands him yeah, yeah. so so by the end he has become one of them he's become integrated into into the society in a way you know like at the start he's he doesn't understand he needs translation but by the end he understands he's been around them enough now that he understands what they're saying um, but just as they're leaving, he kind of turns and he's like, "You have got a license for that gun." Yeah. And he's like, "I have for this one." I have for this one. <laughs> and he's like, "Daddy's like, I have for this one." He's yeah. Like, what What do you mean this one? <laughs> and so he's got the most ridiculous arsenal, including a sea mine. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "Where did you get all these?" And he's like, "Found them." Found them. Yeah. <laughs> And I love Danny's boy, the power of Grayskull. Yeah, which we'll revisit uh, when he sees uh, when Nick sees his DVD collection later. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um, oh, and I forgot we do get the uh, the speeding scene as well. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, no, the the scene when they're 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 recording the speed of the cars, and he's like yeah. talking about how that it's not all about car chases, and then the car speeds past. He's like, yes, light up. Yeah. He's like chases after him. He's like, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, did you see what I did there? Because yeah, yeah, you you, you mind tricked. And he talks about yeah, <laughs> you mind tricked him. Yeah, and he he talks about the um the notebook. He's like, this notebook is the best thing a policeman could ever have. He's like, you should use it. And he's like, I do use I mine. Do use he's got this really gory murder scene. <laughs> Brilliant. He's like, wait, you should see the other side. <laughs> <laughs> we also actually we also forgot about the the first um, his introduction to the the, the neighborhood watch. 
that where they get that you know they sat around that big table and he gets introduced oh to when them. he meets the group of them yeah sorry yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the group and they, you know they, he gets introduced to the two actors who he was in straw dogs and he was <laughs> a, a cadaver was in the cadaver suspect in, yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I think in that scene as well, we we get the we get the kind of the contempt of the newspaper writer, and a few other things come out yeah. from that that group yeah, talk. You get, you, you get the sort of the setup for for um, basically their their hatred of of, of 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 some of the people. So you've got the the first thing about the the acting, and then you've got the um, the importance of the uh, the the voting that's coming up because they're in this this kind of you know i guess samford's like the the best best village, village competition um and then they talk about uh, the flower arranging and stuff mm-hmm. so all of this comes into play a little later on yeah um but yeah so um <laughs> and when you've got the the you know you you've got the road where they they pull over uh is it eve, eve draper and um Oh god, what's his name? The 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 really bad actor dude. He's oh um, Martin Blower. Martin Blower. And he's and he he's like they're going. Why have you pulled me over? Sort of thing. And he's like they're writing everything down. He's preposterous. Like, Stop writing. He's like he's like I'm just writing everything you say. And it's, <laughs> he's like I am yeah I'm a, I'm an actor because we're doing a our, our homage to Romeo and Juliet. It's like. You twat. Oh yeah, he's just such an asshole. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, he uh, he heads back. Well, of course, they took the evidence in the guns and stuff. I should say they they put those into evidence. Um, but yeah, they, of course, he gives them the tickets for the uh, for the their play for Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <clears throat> and they get back to the station, and and you know he's like, oh well, we 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 can't take. Uh, oh sorry, no, he gets back. Sorry, when they get back to bring the weapons back, that's right. Yeah, it's the desk sergeant that's like, oh by the way, uh, Draper gave you these tickets as an apology. Yeah, and uh, Danny's like excited. He's like, oh, it might be good. You know, it might be fun. Yeah, and um, you know Nicholas is like, well, we can't we can't take uh, gifts from people we've officially rebuked. So and he, he like rips it in half, and Danny looks disappointed, and then immediately Frank comes around the corner and he's like, would you mind? Uh, would you mind representing us at the Amdrams yeah. this evening? Like, oh, fuck. And Danny looks so happy. Like I think he claps as well. He literally yeah. goes, "Yay!" <laughs> what I love about the whole the, the whole thing for Danny is he's he's basically a monkey for the whole. Yeah, you know, he's got that whole sort of like sort of weird chimp thing going on, which which is like a, almost like an overhang from his Clyde thing in in the first movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah so I, after yeah, after amazing uh i love with you know i sat there watching the play and i it's the, like the worst version of romeo and julia ever and that's sort of like he's supposed to be dead and they're like they're kissing she's like kissing him and then he's like mo- he's like responding and he's like are you supposed to be dead <laughs> and i love angel's face is amazing he's just there with this baffled look on his face and then when when she shoots herself <laughs> and love me and me comes on <laughs> and they're doing the, the love fall song from uh, from uh, 
uh, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. And his face is just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and, like, everyone else just seems to be, like, enjoying it or just, like, kind of bored. Just, half of them all thinking we're asleep, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I love after the after the performance um, that you've got the um, the uh, newspaper guy come up and uh, he's like, oh, he's just saying these like ridiculously like inappropriate things like as quotes. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, you know, um, I can't think of one now. Well, he's, he's, he's like got... police sergeant <laughs> loves the... loves two young lovers or whatever and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like that's, yeah. that's like grossly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the same thing when they're at the, the school as well. And he says, uh, he's taking the pictures of them. He says, is why don't you... Uh, Pretend you're shooting one of the kids. And, and, and wave your hitting stick around. He's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you get Timothy Dalton's character comes up and he's like, absolute tosh, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you get you get the, the disdain that his character has for, for the uh, the news writer here as well like yeah. properly it's written all over his face um <clears throat> just, he, he has a constant he, he just misspells almost every article mm. so they head home and uh we, we also get we also get here we get the um they're talking to uh blower and, and draper come out and they're talking to him and you get that scene where um skinner again with his sinister because she she's got she works at the local um uh the plotting or planning office because she's I bet she's got all kinds of if secrets. If we bashed your you head know. in. Yeah, if we bashed your head in all kinds of secrets will come tumbling out. And it's the, I love the way that this 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 the this discreet the, the, the camera just goes into his face. It's as it, as yeah. he's saying he's, he's like And then he really doesn't smart. he say like he was like, you know, it was such a bad performance, may their heads be struck from their struck bodies for such yeah. a terrible performance. <laughs> uh, and, and I, that line about the um, when he says about the convincing kiss because yeah, the, the only thing it was, it was convincing was their kiss yeah. and uh, he says he's, that's what, when he comes and he says oh your wife and she says oh no she's, she's not my wife and, and they're talking about um, oh Christ no, mine's gone <clears throat> well they also mention george merchant here don't they we, we see george yes, merchant he, come, he comes that's why he comes in and, and uh gets them a, a drink doesn't he yeah yeah and and again we we see skinner's disdain for george merchant oh, as well and that was the, yeah that was the one i was gonna say when they're they're talking about um eve the draper. uh no they're talking about eve draper and uh danny says about um oh god he's, yeah. had a, he's always had a thing for her and you get that line about about I think she's got a thing for the older older gentleman. He's now you come to mentioning his wife. Something about something about fingering her down the duck pond. And yeah, he spits his cranberries. Brilliant spit take. Isn't <laughs> um. So they leave, um, and we get a brief scene of of the the two actors. Uh... Well, when they're leaving, is what well, actually. Well, that's, Oh, actually, but, yeah. One of the, the the one of the hooded people is waiting at the end of the street, isn't it? Yeah, and it's again you get um, Angel say something, you know, and immediately you get that you, you he walks off, and then that you you see the the <laughs> oh he says we won't hopefully we won't be hearing from them again sort of thing as he walks yeah. off, and you see the the the, the figure stood with the axe. <laughs> 
yeah uh and then we 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 cut to um to is it eve draper she she comes into the into the the dressing room or or maybe is i'm assuming it's the dressing room because you get the the impression he's obviously having an affair or something yeah you know something secretive going on between them uh she comes in and they're kind of getting loved up and then there's a knock at the door and of course it's the 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 hooded killer the first of the 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 kills as he kind of runs in with a knife and starts stabbing him in front of her no, it's an axe he, he, he is it an axe i thought it was head. a knife this no, point he their heads off with an axe doesn't he i know he does he does eventually i thought he attacked them with a knife at first but um either way oh. um but uh yes yeah, so uh the, <laughs> the next morning nicholas wakes up to a phone call i'm assuming from danny because he's like what do you mean decaffeinate <laughs> Uh, and of course there's been a quote-unquote terrible accident yeah uh, a, a road accident um and uh yeah the 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 the, uh, the, the thespian and his, his young girl are, are are dead decapitated in an apparent road accident um and uh yeah it looks like they've been speeding and uh i love that i forget the name of that cop who's like really simple and just basically asks for Nick's help the whole way through the movie. Yeah, isn't he a sergeant as well? He's a sergeant. Yeah, they're both they're both the same rank, and he's like, "Oh, what? Help me! What do you think we should do?" Um, and of course, you know, Nick's immediately into action. He's like, "We need to screen this from the public. So, you know, one lane of traffic. Event. You know, open up to one lane of traffic." And... Yeah. What he said. <laughs> yeah. Fisher, uh, Sergeant Fisher. Ah, that's right. Yeah, Sorry, he's fantastic. Um. And then, of course, uh, as as they're investigating, we get Skinner pull up with yeah. Romeo and Juliet dire fucking straight Dire Straits playing on the, in the car. <laughs> and he does that quote, doesn't he? Never was there a scene of <laughs> than Romeo and his, his Juliet and his Romeo. Romeo. <laughs> and, and, of course, you know, Nick's like, how do you know that it's them? And he's like, oh, you know, small town, news travels fast and just yeah. speeds off with that song i mean he's basically taunting them at that point he's taunting yeah. him like he's just Sleeping. you know um yeah so good and you get that thing about this is another one of those things that angel keeps doing as well is as correcting the the vocab police guidelines and stuff about road collisions and yes it's collision because that would suggest not an accident because it suggests that no one's to blame yeah, and he keeps, he keeps talking about it. Uh, you know, he keeps correcting Danny for the things about you know a policeman officer. <sighs> what made you want to be a policeman? Because a policeman is a police officer. Policeman officer. Yeah, <laughs> and I love later on. Um, you know, they're 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 trying to talk about it, it, and they're all satisfied with the explanation. It was a car accident. You know, it's yeah. just an accident. And Nicholas is trying to explain, and he's like, you know, there were no. He's like skid marks. There were no skid marks. And one of the yeah. Andes laughs every time he says skid marks. Yeah um but they're they're having none of it um they just think it was an accident and i think we've got our scenes mixed up here because i think it's now that they they do the haul with the guns because after the it's after the gun haul they go out for the drinks which is when george merchant dies yeah so i think it was the other way around but they they go out and do do the, the guns bit and they they bring all the guns back from from the farmhouse lock them in in the super secure storage like you said 999 to, to yeah. open the uh which, to be fair, is so obvious. I can't imagine that you would guess it because you'd be like, try it. "It's just too obvious," you know. <laughs> like, <clears throat> one, two, three, four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Nicholas is like, says to Danny, "He's like, that was quite an impressive haul today." You know, 
And uh, Danny's like, do you want to celebrate? And he's like, well, what do you have in mind? He's like, yeah, pub. Pub. We st- I st- that's another one of those ones I still use. Well, well that good. started in Shaun of the Dead, know. right? Um, the pub thing. Sorry? The pub thing started with Shaun of the Dead, didn't it? There's there's a few lines in this that are from Shaun of the Dead that they carry over and give different yeah, context probably. to. Um, but again, here, you know, Danny suggests pub here. And then later on, when the action's kicking off, they're like, where should we go? He's like, pub. You know, so it all comes back around in a lovely, lovely way. It's all nice and symmetrical. Yeah. Um. So they head off, have a few drinks, and they they have a bit of a heart to heart where you know, um. Nicholas is is accepting of the fact that you know he lost his he lost Janine because he is too obsessed with the job, and you know, it it makes him a great police officer, but it 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 doesn't leave a lot of time for anything else. Yeah. Um, and he talks about how his like isn't it like his his like crack dealing uncle was a policeman and yeah, and he, he was... bought him this little police bike and he went around arresting the kids from the neighborhood. He's like I was beat up a lot yeah. as a kid. I oh, like he says to it. What is it? Like, all, all, all my life I wanted to be a policeman except for was it nineteen seventies I think where I wanted to be Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he used to go around arresting all the kids in the neighborhood and getting beat up. Um, and then he found out that his uncle or whatever it was was like a drug dealer or something. He's like yeah. dealing drugs to kids. Never touched it again. Never touched it again, but he never lost that sense of duty that he had, you know, when he was when he was arresting kids and getting beaten up. So he's always wanted to be a police officer. Um and, and of course, you know, Daddy's like, I think you make a great policeman officer. Yeah. Um And I like you also you get the the um Danny's family story as well about his hmm. his mum uh, was in a, you know she died in a in a in a in a collision. Yes, and uh, he says you know if you never wanted to be anything else, and he's like I, Danny just did what his family did. Like he's like oh my dad was a police officer, so I'm a police officer. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. And then he shows him the trick with the with, with, with the ketchup and the fork. <laughs> Which is an awesome trick, but fuck me, awesome. that seems so dangerous. To... <laughs> yeah, let's not do that one. Um, it did make me laugh when I saw that in the uh, cinema, though. That was yeah. the first time. Like, that was and great. again, another another thing that's set up for later. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, so while they're at the pub, uh, they see George Merchant, who is absolutely hammered. Yeah. Um, doesn't he like try to piss on a jukebox? Well, yeah, he's he gets he, he um oh I can't remember what it was that distracts him, but he's he's gone to the bar and he's coming back with the pints, and something distracts him, and then um, Frank comes up and says, "Oh, I think someone needs to uh, needs to go home," and he's like, "Honestly, sir, I'm not that drunk." He says, "No, not you." Him, and he turns around, and there he is pissing on the jukebox. Yeah, and again, that's Frank trying to keep him from noticing things as well. Yeah, where he's like, oh, you know, distraction. Look at drunk George over there. Um, so they they take him back home. They give him a lift back home because obviously Nicholas isn't drinking. So they they take him home, and uh, they they comment on how like gaudy and awful this this estate is that he's got. And he's you know even even Nicholas is like it's hardly in keeping with the rustic aesthetic of the yeah. uh, of the village. Um, <laughs> yeah, there and he's like, how much do I owe you? And he's Danny's 20, like twenty quid. twenty quid, and he takes out the twenty quid, gives it to him, and then he gives it. Here's your change, and gives it back. Ah, oh, bless you. <laughs> and then he just falls through the fucking door. Yeah. Um. 
yeah and uh and then of course we we, we, we and again you get that thing where where angel says something what is it he says I wouldn't want to be him in the morning or wouldn't something. wouldn't want to be like him that. in the morning, I think that is yeah. it, yeah. And he looks off and then again, you see the, the hooded figures the next to sort of behind them, as it were. Yeah, um, and, and we see that they, they put some eggs and bacon on the on the stove um, and then the whole place blows up, lets the gas off and, and you know, blows the entire estate up, um, which also comes into effect later on. It's not just about... Uh, murdering George Merchant, it's about removing the eyesore as well. Yeah. Um, and this kind of accomplishes both. So, the next morning, uh, there's been another accident. George Merchant is dead and, um, you know, bacon and beans found at the scene. It's it, this, this one's one of the more like, hey, you know, I mean, well, it's like, this is one of the more believable murders if it yeah. weren't for the fact that the entire house it was like <laughs> such a big explosion yeah. um that you know it's just absolutely ridiculous uh so uh, once again nicholas is concerned but no one else sees the problem they're like it's yeah. just an accident you know accidents happen i love the bit with doris later on when she's like people die all the time what makes you think that it's murder <laughs> yeah <laughs> um they, they, they're all completely you know there's so many accidents happen that they've just you know, that's it. This is a very accident-prone village. Yeah, well, and then later on, when Nicholas starts saying, you know, like, all of these murders keep happening, um, the, you know, I think it's, it's not... It might be one of the Andes. This like, this only started when you came here, though. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, maybe it's you. Maybe you're the, you know, maybe you're the killer. Um, but yeah, so... And you can see he's getting increasingly frustrated with just how blinkered they all are yeah and how unwilling they are to investigate anything i think he's especially annoyed with the andes because that's literally their job and at one point he's like that's your job isn't it detect (laughs) yeah um but yeah so no one no one believes them and no one believes nicholas because nicholas has this theory that 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 george was murdered and uh, you know the same as he did with um eve draper and and yeah and whatnot um and you also get that that little bit where they go to the the, um, the, the CCTV room, and he says, "Oh, you, you, unfortunately, um, we just get the uh, the edge of the explosion, but we did get someone, we did find someone that you should be interested in because uh, Stanford's most wanted is the swan. Fucking swan, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so I I think." We ne- also forgot to say that the actually the um the, the neighborhood watch is called the NWA. Yeah, which is obviously hilarious because obviously NWA's most famous song. Yes, <laughs> which makes perfect sense for this movie. It does. It does make perfect sense for this movie, um, and it also works because you you feel like everyone in that neighborhood alliance. Would have no idea who the MWA are anyway. No, no. <laughs> you know, so like it's it's like it works on both levels that they're that ignorant they would never think or know what it was, and yes. and also it works from the from the song. Um, so, uh, I think it's the next Saturday where we we get the town fair. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nicholas has to work security 
which obviously he's, he's happy to do. I think he, again, he tries to say no to going because I think Danny invites him to, to the fair. He's like, oh, it's going to be a fair. It's going to be really fun. He's like, no, I'm not going. I'm, I'm going to alter my piece, Lily, and I'll not be, you know, not do it. And then, of course, Frank's like, oh, we need someone to place, you know, yeah, be security. Like, represent us now. It's like, yeah. So you, so you've got to go. Maybe. You've got to go whether you like it or not. Yeah. Um, and uh, while he's there, Danny, you know, badgers Nicholas into into doing the shooting game. Yeah. Um, and, and like Nicholas is like, I swore I wouldn't pick up another gun. You know. Oh, when earlier in the pub we get the the talk of the guy with the Kalashnikov that he had to yes. to put down, and one of the Andy says about it, and of course you know Danny is like infatuated with this horrific idea that he had to shoot someone to daddy it's really cool um and here we get that kind of payoff where um you know he badges nicholas until he does it um and of course he immediately shoots all of the targets down um, and i think that's another by the power of gray scholars oh no he's like that was amazing yeah he's and I think they say "Good Lord" or something. I think. And what they, one thing I didn't, I never realised until re, re, uh, again looking up stuff for this. Stuart Wilson, who plays the Doctor, Doctor Hatcher. Yeah. I, I for, for years I talk, I, I know him from something. I never really thought about it. And of course, looking him up now, he's like the bad guy in Mask of Zorro. He was the bad guy in Lethal Weapon Three. It's like, oh my god, he's in so many things that I just never made the connection with. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know why it never made the connection, but it's just one of those, you know, one of those things, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Daddy is so amazed that he accidentally shoots the guy <laughs> in, in the, the leg, in the foot. Yeah, yeah. He's a doctor he can take. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get to that later, because, you know, for <laughs> now he's just a, a BB pellet, but... Uh... Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a, he's a doctor. He can take care of it. Don't worry. And uh, of course, he's he's won this massive cuddly monkey. Yeah. For Danny. All the little people then get the cuddly monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a a lottery being held. Um, all, that's when we get the um, Tim Messenger. Tim Messenger, yeah, comes over and says he wants to speak to. Wants to speak to him uh, urgently. He said, oh, yeah. "I'll meet you around the corner at like three o'clock or something," doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but of course he's got to of course they want nicholas to to do the lottery um yeah. so and nicholas is, is he's noticed that the, the press guy's talking to um uh the leslie, flower arranging woman isn't yeah it? leslie tiller leslie, he, yeah. and he, he's sort of to take keeping note of of what's going on or he's trying to but he's obviously continuing to have to talk and and do you know his his duties yeah uh and he's he's nervously watching the clock as it's getting close to three o'clock yeah, yeah um, the, the andy's shout uh uh you know, but yeah, prick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's, um, there's another one actually we forgot as well they were where they were another setup for later is when they're talking when they're first introduced to the war they're at the, the bar and the andy's are talking about um he says something along the lines of not setting up setting the apple cart and, and one of the Andy says yeah because we all sell apples right here don't we go? and he says your dad sells apples he's black breeze yeah and, and, <laughs> and earlier on uh, we, we get the bit with um, when he's like oh give it up everyone around here has got everyone and their mums has got uh, guns got around guns. here he's yeah. like like who and he's like farmers farmers mums and their mums yeah <laughs> 
Um, so the, get the, again, you get the, another you, you, it's another setup for later on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the the clock strikes three, and and Nicholas manages to just just about finish, and you can tell he's definitely thinks there's something going on. Yeah, because uh, he's very concerned. And as soon as he finishes, he announces the last name and he runs as fast as he can round the church, uh, just as it strikes three o'clock. And um, it's, it's, one of the names is Skinner, but he's not around. He's in the toilet, apparently. Yes, which obviously leads him to to then suspect. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so he 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 rounds the corner, and <laughs> the messenger's like, "Hi." Yeah. And it just immediately explodes into blood as uh, a, a massive chunk of the church. Like it's like a part of the like one of yeah, the, 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 the spires spire. on the side of the yeah yeah massive piece of triangular masonry just it hits him in the head. It's one of my favorite deaths of any movie. It looks like for a brief second, it looks like some weird Silent Hill creature. Yeah, for a second, where yeah. it's, you know. Firehead, so bloody and so gory, it's and you great. Can see every moment of it, it's bloody perfect. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely perfect. I'm not sure about the physics behind it, but it's an awesome no, look. <laughs> I don't think it would it would work at all like that. But it, it is such a cool visual. But <laughs> but like again, it, it, they I think from a from a, a a narrative perspective, like in terms of the joke, they had to go this far. Yeah, because it's so funny when they turn around and they see this and they're like, "Oh my god, there's been a terrible accident!" <laughs> like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> like, yeah, um, and of course Nicholas is thinks he's seen someone up there, so he runs up the uh, up the tower, um, but can't find anyone when he gets there. Um, so, so yeah, again, it's it's an accident. It's just an yeah. accident. Um, and uh frank frank immediately i think frank as soon as he sees it oh there's been a terrible accident stay away guys everyone everyone keep that it's been an accident um and uh he says to frank he's like this is not an accident he was murdered he wanted to tell me something and he was murdered to keep quiet and frank's like are you saying that you think this wasn't an accident he's like no i think this was a murder and they're like right you know what to do and of course everyone's like they're on their their day off like everyone but nicholas had a day off and now they've yeah. all got to work so they're all and he's going to talk to the people <laughs> yeah um and of course nicholas and danny you know what to do yeah um so they're left guarding and then of course it's pouring with rain and um <laughs> they got the, they got the um the, the, you know their uniforms on with the with the um with the, the rain Coating yeah. on, and Danny's still got his little cowboy hat on with the little, with, with the little with, yeah, with the rain it. cap over it. Yeah. So the Andes come up to them and kind of taunt them and just talk about how they've ruined their day, basically. Yeah. Nicholas arsehole. I was really, I was really pissed off to look at my watch and find that <laughs> I was still working. I wasn't at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, oh, I said, what do they say? They're like, oh, I'll leave you and your monkey, you and your big monkey to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daddy's like, what are you talking about, me or him? He like holds yeah. up the, the, the stuffed animal. He's talking about here or the stuffed animal, yeah. So the next day, Nicholas pretty we much... Also get, we also get the um, him, you know, him saying, uh, Danny saying about, you know, oh, no, it's probably is just a... 
you know. He's like, oh, let's go home. There's nothing going yeah, on here. And he, he yeah. goes off on him and says, you know, no, it's not. Because there's more going on than this. Is And he, he basically sort of insults him, really. And he says, he's, oh, you don't know when to switch off. And he runs off. <laughs> runs away. That, His run is so run, funny. Yeah. Weird little monkey run that he does. Uh, just after being called a monkey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the next day, Nicholas is snapped. He's had enough, and he flies off the handle, having a go at all of the the police present in the station. Um, and and Frank calls him in, and he's like, "Look, I've seen this before. You're a big city cop. Yeah, this is exactly what happened to I forget the name of the guy with the big bushy Pop- beard. Well, or Sergeant Popwell, I think. Yeah, something like that. He's like, I saw the same thing happen to him." You know, you've come from a place where there's all this crime and now you've come to this sleepy town and you're just seeing crime everywhere and there is no crime. Um, she says something like, they're not used to you banding around the concepts that you that, that you, yeah. you keep saying. It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> um, it's not like he's really introducing anything outrageous. No, no, no. Um and uh, so, you know, Nicholas continues to put the, 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 the pieces together of the crime, um, only to discover that it's Danny's birthday. Um, I think one of well, they get, you Doris get that, mentions you get, it. get that really cool scene of them walking along and he's, he, he's, he says, you know, about, uh, he, he calls Danny partner and, and says, you know, we're going to do this together sort of thing. And they're, they're going over all the stuff. And I love the, the little interactions they have as they're walking along and he's, he's saying about... Uh, the, the connections between you know Eve Draper and all this and he goes, and he, and he says we know it's about Eve Draper duck pond and all that sort of stuff you know these those little back and forths and it, and then eventually they they're at the they're at the cover and it looks like Danny's going to be convinced and then and then it eventually just goes but I'm sure they're all just accents and you just, the, the, the frustration, frustration. <laughs> on his face it's just like oh god I'm never going to get through to this guy am I it's like, no no um oh we did miss uh we we missed a scene when earlier when they were in the uh in the police car talking about where well, there's always something going on and the, that yes, guy's got the, the really yeah, long coat he's and got a long coat on we and get it, the, yeah. the chase with the shoplifter as well from yeah. earlier um oh, that, again the, 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 that the, the fence the, thing the which fence is a great callback yeah such a great like continual joke in those movies and the that... crocodile dundee bit with the the tin yeah um, and I love the the the, with the where they do the that scene with the he jumps across the the things and Danny just goes through the fence. Yeah, the way Nick Frost hits the deck. Oh, it's amazing! It's so brilliant! I love the way he hits the deck and his legs literally raise off the. Floor. Yeah. And um, Edgar Wright said to uh, Frost, "As soon as you get up, look back. Make sure you look back." And he says, he says, why the fuck will I look back? He says, because so that the people at home know that it was you that did that. Yeah, yeah, not that it was like a stunt actor or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, realizing that it's it's Danny's birthday, uh, Nicholas decides he's going to go to the flower shop to get a peace lily. Because, um, of course, the, the whole way through the movie, Nicholas is talking about this peace lily. It you know, kind of keeps him sane. It keeps him going. It gives him something to care for and look after and, you know, teaches responsibility, doesn't it? Like having a pet. And uh, so he yeah. probably thinks, you know, if I get this for Danny, then maybe Danny will start, you know, having some responsibility in his life and start, you know, 
finding some inner peace. Um, so he heads there and he meets the uh, the shopkeeper, uh, the the uh, flower the flower uh, arranger. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a better. You know, she she owns a flower shop and she arranges flowers, uh, and is known for her horticultural skills. Is like kind of put Sanford on the map. I think they say, don't they? they, they her skills yeah. as a as a flower arranger and and presenters. You know, put them on the map. Um, all the are they they've won the like six years in a row or something. Something like that, yeah. Um. So uh, <laughs> get this great scene where he's talking to her. And she basically lays out the this entire thing uh, yeah. about the that um, the the property that was being bought up, yeah. um, and this the this plan for this road, and that you know it was going to be there, and she was going to sell up to sell to have this road come through Samford, but she doesn't care because she's moving away, and she's listing all of these people that she knew, yeah. <laughs> like she's like, God rest his soul, God rest. Yeah, his soul. I love, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and doesn't once think that it's suspicious that everyone no. apart from her on this list is now dead yeah doesn't even cross her mind and this is also the first this is also the only time that um angel doesn't have his notepad on him he left it in the car yes yeah um so yeah he uh he he then uh doesn't he pop outside or he looks around? Yeah, that's why he, he goes out to get his notepad. Oh, that's right. Yes, because, of course, she's telling stuff. So he goes out to get his notepad. He turns around uh, to see the the hooded figure uh, stabbing her with some garden shears through, like, the neck, I think? Yeah, it's right through the, right through the, uh, the sort of throat neck, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Nicholas obviously is like, stop, in the name of the Lord. He does that awesome spin with the truncheon, throws yeah. it through the window. Um, dives through the window, chases after the uh, the the cloaked figure, um, and he can't get him. But he yeah. realizes that he clearly wounds the, the 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 hooded man. Clearly wounds himself on the way out. Yeah, he cut himself on on part of the glass, isn't he? As they were running. Yeah. But every time he sort of gets to like a corner or something, he's that that that, that further away. Yes. Seems to be getting further and further away, and he doesn't. And he does like completely doesn't understand how this is happening because he's like the i think in the beginning they say he's like the still holds the record for the fastest yes 100 yard dash or something yeah and again this could lead to to, into that there might have even been multiple cloaked figures here at this scene which is how they're constantly further away because they're different people um but he is convinced now and I'm not. I do not blame him one bit because Skinner has been such an evil prick this whole way through the <laughs> yeah. movie. Uh, he's convinced that Skinner is is the person responsible. Um, yeah, I mean, logically, everything has. And that's the great thing, right? Pointed towards Skinner. That's the great thing. It does. All of the evidence points towards Skinner. Um, he's been at the scene of every murder the following day, almost taunting them. Yeah, um, we forgot that when he turns up on. The uh, the explode the house explosion. He's got a crazy world of Arthur Brown's fire playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, so he he takes all of the police force down to uh, the Summerfield, and um, he's just like, right, we're we're putting you under arrest. And he's like, well, you can't arrest me without any evidence. 
like you know this is all circumstantial because he lists all of the reasons why he thinks Skinner because yeah, he basically thinks it's a land grab and that Skinner wanted that plot of land and that because she wasn't moving he was gonna lose out on having this road built or whatever and, and yeah um, bypass and the yeah and, the new and of course uh he's like well you, you know he's like well what about the injury you sustained to your leg this very morning yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get he's got the fucking sock um garters garters yeah <laughs> fantastic um because of course he does and i love that bit where he says about the the the, the, the new supermarket and he says because you're wrong because I, I welcome the competition anything to anything to energize my staff and you get that shot and the camera pans to the staff and they're all just stood, stood in the window with that like complete dead stare on their faces. yeah yeah um so nicholas decides he's going to go and review all of the tapes the surveillance tapes because yeah. skinner's like well you can check the store tapes i was here all day and you get that um he you spool through those and he chucks the, the tape out and you've got that pic the uh the, the thing is what they do in space as well they got that picture of him behind him and he does that his he does the exact same face as yes as the picture behind him. yeah um and, and <laughs> skinner comes in with the um the trolley boy and yeah. he's like oh you know show mr angel out and uh, he's like, you know the the yarp narp guy <clears throat> yeah and we get that bit as well. It's another one we've forgotten when they're talking about. There's uh, so many good moments in this movie. It's, yeah, it's, but they're in the car and he's talking about. Um, he's saying about what's going on. And they're talking it's about the mind the, of a child. And he says, he says to him, um, "Oh, he lives up the road with, with his mum and his sister." And he, he, he says, he says, he said, he asks him something, and he's, he's no, he's the same person, isn't it? He lives up with his mum and his sister, and the same person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, we we then get the um, the the scenes of basically he's he's now completely disheartened. Yeah. Um, and he he basically says, you know, he he starts towing the line. You know, they they've kind of broken his will, I suppose. Yeah. And. Um, He's he's just like the people ask don't they? They're like, oh, you know, well, what happened? He's like, oh, it was an accident, you know, tripped or or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, she tripped on because isn't the the thing with her is that she tripped and landed and on her own shears, shears. Yeah. in her neck. And it's, <laughs> it's like the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, but of course, he just goes with it because he's just lost all all hope now. But then they're in the shop, and uh, and in the shop, it's the shopkeeper who fucks up. Because yeah. she knows. She fucking knows what happened. Yeah. Uh, and she says, no luck catching them murderers then. Yeah, no luck catching them killers then. And killers. And Danny says, well, actually, there's only one killer, actually. And, of course, immediately you see Nicholas's eyes. He's like, he realizes. And he starts thinking this theory through. He's yeah. like, wait, there could be more than one killer. Maybe there is more than one killer. Um, And, of course, that is confirmed when, later that evening, he gets attacked by... The trolley boy, uh, who is dressed in the cloak. So at first you think is a cloaked guy coming yeah. to, to to kill Nicholas, uh, and he realizes that it it is uh, indeed um, the uh, trolley boy. So Skinner's definitely involved, definitely involved. Uh, we get that great scene where um, 
where he's basically beating him up and then he gets the teddy bear yeah. <laughs> like the teddy bear like pacifies him completely yeah and he just looks all like happy at the uh at the teddy um and does he say lights out and then hits him with the plant with the piece of, yeah yeah and uh and, and knocks him out um so <laughs> and then he, of course he's knocked out and you get skinner on the radio he's like did you take care of angel and he's like yarp yarp <laughs> but of course we've only ever heard him say yarp so he gets to the point where he's like he's, he's, and he's, he's he, won't, he won't be getting back up again narp <laughs> um so of course nicholas realizes that they're they're meeting at the castle outside of the village um so he says to danny he's like look i'm gonna go and bust this wide open i'm gonna you know i need you partner but I, i'm gonna go and deal with this i'm gonna go sort this out because um, i think danny suggests getting the police force involved he's like no 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 like i'm gonna go do this like don't get your father involved i'll, I'll go um so he heads up there i love this bit because they're, they're meeting in this castle this like ruined castle and they're all in hoods chanting they're all in the, the murder hoods they're all chanting and they've all these fucking torches they're shining yeah. torches on their faces outdoors. Um, yeah, yeah, they're all st- uh, they're all stood there with torches under their chins. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and and of course we see pretty much everyone from the town there, all the characters we've met. But what's great is that they're, you know, they they get that when he gets there, they're doing the was it communa communitatis yeah, or whatever yeah. the Latin phrase, and that which basically I think means like the greater good sort of thing yes and um you know so they're doing this sort of chanting and they're all there in their robes. it's all evil and, for a moment and, yeah it's all, and then they go over the sort of like the, the, neighborhood the neighborhood watch, watch stuff things. and they talk about oh he's, she's gonna call her kids this and, yeah. and yeah, it's it's it, what is it it's um oh damn the names uh roger and martin yeah which of course is uh lethal weapon yeah yeah also, we get the lethal weapon tune at one point as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, they basically say about oh, you know, we now you know, Angel's not going to be coming back. He'll be found. He'll be found dead by Doris or whatever. They, not Doris. Um, he broke his but, neck in the shower or something. He slipped yeah. on the wet floor or something. Floor. <clears throat> um, and of course, Nicholas, being Nicholas says you know i'm not so i wouldn't be so sure about that and obviously they turn around and realize that he's there yep nicholas gives them the the virtuous speech of you know this is murder and and you know how could you say this and you know how could you do these things and they're like oh it was all for the greater good and he's yep. like but but what about you know um uh what's her name i forget her name um the uh, the flower lady is like you know her horticultural skills put Sanford on the map and of course we realize it's because she was moving away and they couldn't let another town have her Leslie Tiller as well. Leslie Tiller yeah they're like well we couldn't you know she was going to leave town we couldn't let her have you know yeah we couldn't let have another village have have that no and literally he's going through all the things that he thinks that the reasons why and they're not it's just simple things to do with the village like, yeah it's no there is no big conspiracy. conspiracy no it's, yeah, it's just, just his house was shit and we didn't like it we didn't like we didn't like her because she was she was this and, and her laugh was horrible yeah and and like, like messenger got killed because of spelling mistakes yeah you know like and, 
And we didn't like him because he was ruining our drama uh, department. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess it was it was the anger over them not giving the the roles to the 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 guy the the the, the couple. Yeah. Um. You know, because they've got actual acting experience. You know. And uh, although I I didn't notice it until I was looking looking stuff up. There there is a um when they go into the shop at, uh after the the play after the yeah they've, those two have been kid. There's a there's a poster in the window for the for the Romeo and Juliet starring those two. Right. So they've continued after they got killed. Oh, I never they, noticed they that. That's place. really nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I never noticed that before. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then of course Frank reveals himself. Yep. And his Victorian, his, his Victorian police outfit. Yeah, he is the the head of this cult, um, and um, and then of course Danny turns up, and. Uh, you know, he. You can see Nicholas is really hurt when he realizes he's like Danny, not you too. You know, he's he's genuinely upset. Yeah. Um, and uh, he takes Danny hostage briefly until Frank's like, "You're never." Well, does, is this where Frank t- t- talks about the his wife and why? Yeah, yeah. He it? says, "You know, they. My wife died because of you know." Um, turning up, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And they they lost they lost the competition. She couldn't take it. Yes. Um. And uh, so he he lets Danny go, obviously, and he runs. Uh, and while he's trying to escape, he he falls into uh, like a I, I guess like a, a, a crypt, yeah, uh, where he finds all of the bodies. And we see we see the fucking uh, the living statue is dead, yeah. but in the same pose. Yeah, it's it, it's it's all of, it, the thing is is it's it's every almost everybody that angels had contact with in, in and even in the most minimal way like the yeah. shop the shoplifters the, there yeah um the ex-sergeant with the bushy beard is there um yeah. like everyone basically the, um the the farmer with all the guns is there yeah the, the kids the from, hoodies yeah oh no not the hoodies because no, the hoodies, hoodies no, we, we see like no, the kids from the, the the ginger one that he that oh yes yeah on him and the kid that had the um the uh cone on they're all, they're all just yeah. dead just dead all dead um and then finally they all catch up with him um and and danny is the one to stab him yeah and uh nicholas looks absolutely shocked as he is he forced to the ground um you know danny is seemingly you know in defense of his father killed nicholas um and he takes him away and puts him in the boot of the car i i knew at this point i knew the joke yeah but it was great, yeah. and I was like, "That's that's superb that they've called back to that." You know, in the cinema, I was like, "Oh, that's that's great. I see what you've done, and that's fantastic." Um, so he drives basically. I think he drives to like the the, the village limits, doesn't he? he? Kind of yeah. drives to just outside the village, um, and uh, opens the boot. And I love the look on Nicholas's face because he looks like he's dead. Yeah, he's like shocked looking at him, but he looks like he's dead. Um, and of course, it it was obviously the. Uh, Ketchup. the ketchup and and no. nicholas is like this is murder and he's like it's not murder it's ketchup he's like not yeah. that <laughs> like all of the all of the dead bodies up in the castle um he's like, i don't know nothing about that i don't know nothing about no murders and he's like frank's made himself judge jury and executioner he's like he's not judge he's not judge and executioner, and executioner. <laughs> <laughs> he's like go back to london <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and he he says like you know I'll 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 bring the might of the the Met with me. You know, I'll go back to London. I'll bring the might of the Met with me. Um, and so he leaves, but he I guess he gets to like a roadside services. Yeah. Um, and he's at, I think he's just buying something like a drink or something, and then he spots the DVDs, the action DVDs. And I, I love the, the 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 fucking guy the guy working the till. He's like, "Can I help you with anything?" And he's like, "I have to do this on my own." Yeah. Oh, that's that's Edgar Wright as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Can oh, I get anything else for you?" He's like, "I have to do this myself." That's the other one we forgot as well. The when they do the when what's his face is getting blown up, you get the Danny showing him the movies. Yes, yes. And Which one do you want to watch first? Which, which one do you want to watch first? Uh, and you get that great bit soon. where they they cut to the um, the TV with um, Bad Boys Two, and he's like, "Shit's just got real." Yeah, and it obviously cuts to that. And you get the the, the, the firing the gun in the air. Yeah, from from Point Break from as well. Point Break, yeah. Um, yeah. So Nicholas heads back to the village he gets to the outskirts and you get that yeah, wonderful he's, scene with the farmer and, he's bought a, a sunglasses and, and, and spray and you get the cornetto thing again as well when it oh was, yeah when he hands over the change and the which apparently the reason happened. for the cornetto is apparently it was edgar wright's um hangover cure oh, when okay he, when he was um so student. that's why they did it in Shaun of the dead i guess yeah 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 um that's cool I was waiting for that with um, World's End. I was waiting the whole movie. I was like, where is it? Where is it? And it's right, right at the end. It's right at <laughs> yeah. the end. Yeah. I think they did that on purpose because they knew people would be waiting for it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he gets to the outskirts. And I love this scene. You've got this wonderful, lovely summer's morning yeah. out in the fields. And he even <laughs> says, oh, it's such a beautiful day in paradise yeah. or whatever. God's country. God's country. That's right. Yeah, and then he turns around and and somehow, which is another one of my favorite movie fucking tropes, is the thing that really pisses me off with like uh, films like The Batman, where he apparently snuck up on Catwoman with a fucking motorbike without her noticing. <laughs> they do that where he turns around and suddenly the car's there, and it's like, how? Yeah. How did the car get there without him hearing it? Um, he turns around and of course Nicholas is there revving the engine. Um, and uh, he speeds towards him and uh, stops him because the guy goes to get the CB radio, doesn't he, to, to notify yeah. everyone. Um, crashes into his Land Rover. Crashes in and breaks the, the, the cable. Um, and that's another trope, obviously. We, we are, Another thing we see earlier on is that they've all got these CB radios. Yeah. Um, which is another hint. Um, so then he, he, he punches him and uh, and then his his mother or his wife his mom yes his, his mom mom uh with the shotgun shoots at him but misses and you get that great shot where she's tried to reload and he just runs towards her yeah. and just kicks her straight in the face full pelt kicks her in the face <laughs> and he cuts to them tied up with her with yeah. her nose just poor old woman bleeding. with mashed up nose <laughs> um <laughs> And then another scene I absolutely adore. He goes back to the police station and the fuckers are paying so little attention. Yeah, he walks he walks through the, the, the station 
completely past everybody and not one person notices him no even when he's got this arsenal he takes the entire arsenal with him (laughs) walks past frank's office who is in the office just eating ice cream and paying no attention you know the andes are there everyone's there as he walks out the only person who notices him uh is is the uh the The desk sergeant sergeant. uh and and he's he's just like oh uh there's a message he's just like we had a mountain division you, and the other one comes nothing. around the corner yeah. and goes, I don't know, nobody tells me nothing. <laughs> but of course he says, oh, you know, there's a, there's a call for you from London. Because obviously London want him back. Uh, yeah. But Nicholas is like, oh, I'll call them back. Uh, but you get that great slow-mo as he turns around with all of the guns and, you know, fantastic stuff. So he heads to the street, uh, which is a very... Well, I mean, this whole st- this street set is very well known to me because I go through it every time I go to Glastonbury. <laughs> I go through <laughs> that street. Yeah. Um, it's in Wells. Well, this is one of those. Another again, it's the whole Edgar Wright connection, isn't it? Yes. Basically, he this is his town. It's where he grew yeah. up. And yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the supermarket is where he worked. Mm-hmm. He actually, you know, he, and there is a there is actually a scene where he walks past with with um. A produce at one point as well in the background yeah and um like i said they basically want he he said oh, i wanted to set it in a place that was like my hometown sort of thing and they i think they went to so many different villages and in the end they just went well why don't we just go to your hometown and yeah do it there because it's just it, it's you know it's the best thing and things like you know the this whether where he's running um he's chasing the shoplifter yeah Apparently that lane was the lane he walked through every day to go to school. Brilliant. That must have been such a weird trip to to film yeah. there, you know. Um, and kind of a power trip as well. It's like, yeah, I shut down the whole town for a couple <laughs> yeah. of weeks filming. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Danny is, uh, is sat in his police car, um, you know, minding his own business. Uh, as Nicholas turns up, uh, on a horse yeah and uh of course he says to the hoodies first doesn't he? he's like oh do you guys want to make yourselves useful and he yep. gives them uh and of course they're amazed because this guy's like fully armed with like ridiculous yeah. weaponry um and he gives them all the spray paint which he bought from the the convenience store and uh the hoodies spray all of the 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 the, the cameras um we get the uh the shopkeeper saying all oh, that nicholas angel's back in town check out his horse check out his horse <laughs> Um, and the uh, the neighborhood watch guy, he's like horrified because his eyes, he's blind. You know, they, they've spray painted over all the cameras. He can't see. Um, and uh, and yes, yeah, so he, he cut, rides in on horseback. And. Um, well, you get the sort of like the showdown sort of the, the close ups, don't you? you yeah, well, everyone notices because you've got Skinner in the in the summer uh summerfield looking out the window you've got yep. the shopkeeper looking out uh you've got the uh the old guy with the long coat who starts the the shootout in a second um yeah, yeah they're all there like you said they're all in the places they were earlier on basically yep. they're all they're all in that location um and of course yeah like i said the old guy immediately pulls out a shotgun from under his, his long coat because you know earlier on they were talking about this so he could have a concealed yeah, weapon they could have anything under yeah. that um and uh yeah and, and this 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 shootout begins and we see that all of the villagers everything they have like you know one of them's got like a a, a mobility scooter with a um 
you know, with a basket or whatever, and that basket will have handguns in it. Like every the, everyone is armed. Yeah, the, the, the woman with the with her bike, and she's got a. Her, yeah, she's got. Sorry, it's a bike, isn't it? She's got a basket yeah, two, and two handguns in her in her, in her bo- in a box on the thing. And... But not just like, not just in a box. It's no, not it's like a, they're thrown like, in a box. It's like it's purpose built and it's like yeah. foam cut out in the shape of the guns. It's like proper professional, you know, it's like a hitman's <laughs> yeah. setup, you know. Um, so this gunfight starts um, and uh, he doesn't kill people. He injures them. Yep. Doesn't kill them because that's, you know, he's a policeman. Um, so uh, he he manages to knock out one of them uh, and the woman on the bike starts riding towards him shooting her guns. Yeah, uh, and uh, he has to take cover, um, and uh, Danny opens his police car door and yeah. uh, takes her out. Um, Nicholas sees him and is immediately like, you know, partner, throws him the shotgun. Yeah, and uh, off they go as they uh, as they they take it to the town. Um, they briefly get pinned down by uh, the shopkeeper, but then the hoodies yep. go in and, and beep the door. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like Only one child per yeah. uh, at a time in the in the shop, mm-hmm. and you just get they all run run in. She screams like she's been shot and like runs inside, which is kind of horrifying to think. She's just ran downstairs with a gun. Yeah, to these kids, children. Um, but yeah, so um we get the uh is it the does the doctor get shot first and then the priest we, we turns get, up or so, is it the priest first i think it's the so, priest isn't it he uh, comes out and he's like you know nicholas my son yeah, please and we get the then we get the we get the hotel lady yes hag hag in the fascist doesn't he hit her with uh, a hanging basket or something yeah, he shoots he, the he, hanging basket and it hits her on the head and she gets she might be dead because there's a lot of blood as she hits that car it's like oh that is not good what i love about her is she's got that um i can't remember what it is i think it's a russian gun or something like that. Mm. she's got that, that that gun and i love the way that like, it might be a kalashnikov because that would fit no it's it's not it's because it's got the sideways it's got the um side magazine i think uh, it's okay a, I think it's a Russian gun. I can't. I can't remember what it is, but I never really know. I, lo- I love that she's, uh, you know, she her whole body's shaking with the recoil, and I love that perfect hairdo she's got, yeah, which is just rocking backwards and forwards as this firing <laughs> <laughs> is fucking awesome. <clears throat> so she he takes her out, <clears throat> and then the, the the priest comes out and he's like, Nicholas, you know, my son. Yeah. Let's not resort to violence. And, uh, you know, Nicholas starts his speech and he's like, oh, fuck off. Then. Like, fuck, fuck off, Brassopper. Fuck he off, Brassopper. Yeah. And uh, he does the... Um, the the um, guns. Yes, the, the, like, El Mariachi style. You know, yeah, the little wrist pistols. Wrist and pistols. Um, and shoots Nicholas. Yeah. Um, Danny shoots him in the in the shoulder. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, Danny thought he thought nicholas was dead but of course he's got body armor um but then the sawbones comes out the resident sawbones and uh he's got a shotgun and he says you know i brought you into this world it's only right that i take you out of it and he's like you know throw down the guns which is a bad thing to suggest um (laughs) and of course uh danny does so he throws the shotgun down shoots him in the foot just as he did with the um the pellet gun earlier yeah, shoots him in the foot, and we get the same line as earlier. 
where he's, yep. you know, Nicholas he's says, you know, you're you're a doctor, deal with it. But then you've got yeah. Danny with the yeah, motherfucker. And um, the, the, that also is a callback to Shaun the Dead. Mm. Um, because when they're in the Winchester and um, he's got the, uh, they've got, they've got literally the Winchester. Yeah. And he says, um, does anybody have any experience and uh, with with a gun? And he says, and Danny says, yeah, I, well, not, well, not Danny, but um, Nick Frost says, says, yeah, I shot, I shot my sister in the foot. I think it was with the, yeah. with a gun. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if like Edgar Wright did that at some point in his it's life. Probably, yeah, probably. Kind of feels like something from his actual childhood or something that he's, you know. Yeah. Um. But yes, so um, you know. And then he says, well, because, um, because what, because, because, "What do you do now?" He goes, "Pub." Pub. Yeah. Um, and they head to the pub uh, to try and bring down Frank. Um, but uh, of course, well, there's sorry, there's a brief gunfight no, in the pub. No, it's to do it. Yeah, they they go to the pub to do with the the, the land. The couple. Yeah. Lady. Yeah. Um, you get the you get them coming through the door sideways. Yeah. The two guns. Yep. In slow mo. And also, we forgot. We also got the the shot of him coming down the street when the uh, you get all the pigeons go up like John Woo. John yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but of course, it's not going to be doves. It's going to be pigeons. Pigeons, yeah. Um, yeah. So they have the gunfight in the uh, in the pub. They manage to to take the couple out. Um, and again, I love that. Like the 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 uh, the, 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 the whole they tip the, the they tip the table over to hide behind the table while they're shooting at them. You just think, yep. Yeah. I love the fact that there is no way that fucking table is, is hiding them from them. That's, the, that's such a... firepower that's coming at them. It's such a great overused trope. The, the yeah. like, hide behind a door or a table, this just thin wood that would never <laughs> protect you against this shit, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, they like you said, they, they tick all of the tropes and, and absolutely intend to do so. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not an accident. Uh, but then the police force turn up at the pub. Frank turns on, up with the force. You get, that, you, get that, you get the how he deals with them. He shoots the. Uh, there's a, a oh bear. yeah, I just said he dealt with them. If you want to go through how that's. Yeah, well, I just love that. Is it, no, don't it's go the for bear it. trap thing. The fact that he shoots the bear trap off the wall and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hits him in the. It just comes down on his head. Just brilliant. Yeah, I might be stretching it when I say he doesn't kill anyone. People <laughs> yeah. might die. Or well, they're the not very is, well, anyway. The thing is, is at the end when they're going, when they've arrested them all. Oh yeah, that's true. They do go. They're all there. Yeah. All, they do get the. Every one of them has their um, mugshot, and he he is there with the the trap still on his head. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they just didn't. Well, of course, the doctor's not there anymore. The doctor's been arrested. So what are you <laughs> yeah. gonna do? Um, but yes, and then uh, and then Frank uh, turns up with the police force, the rest of the police force. And yeah. uh, he says, you know, arrest these men. And, and, you know, Danny's like, no, dad. Like, you know, he's like, Danny, come on. We've got to arrest Nicholas. And he's like, no, dad. Like, you're you're the bad guy here. I can see that now. I do, you know, and he, he's like, you know, mum's dead, dad. And he's like, and for once, I'm glad she is. Because if she could see you now, she'd die all over again. All over again, yeah. Um, and I like this. He does the whole explanation as to haven't you ever worried, wondered why there's so many accidents and they're all like, okay, maybe that he has got something. Well, that, that, the, 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 the sergeant's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, what's his name? It's like, you might have someone there. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Daddy translates him as well. He's like, oh, you might have something there. And this is where <laughs> Nicholas understands him now. He's like, I, I know. Yeah. Um, but then Frank's like, you going to team up with these ingrates? Um, <laughs> you can't believe him. He's, he's not even he's from not here. He's around here. <laughs> um, and uh, he shoots like a chandelier or something. And I love, we get the, he like roars like a lion. He does. He's, got, <laughs> he's escaping. He's on roar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all in slow motion with the sparks and everything. It is fucking tremendous, this film. <clears throat> um, so, uh, so then they um supermarket supermarket next is it yeah, yeah. i think it is the supermarket next yes, they supermarket they next. all head as a team to the supermarket and uh i i love when uh, nick goes in first and then comes yeah. back out the window he, and says, he says is he gonna be all right and he says, yeah he knows what he's doing and then he, he smashes out the window and then he says uh he says like you deal with the store i'll deal with the trolley boy and the andy's like what? what and then of course they see him come out and they're like oh yeah. like, ah. <laughs> um so you know now they're working as a force they're they're fighting against these kids basically children that have just finished presumably finished school and have just got the job there um <laughs> Oh well, you have got the, well, uh, the two, butcher, the, the two, two butchers. butchers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the kids, actually, to be fair, the kids are only throwing uh, fruit, but they are shooting back at the kids throwing fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that fight's going on. Uh, he hits the the trolley boy into the freezer, which Daddy's like, "Did you tell him to cool off?" Um, yeah. Cause... <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> he's like, "No, I didn't." But there was that moment earlier with the uh, the, the teddy bear and lights out. And Danny's like, "Oh, you're off the fucking chain." Um, and that scene, the, the so the the scene where he's fighting um, the trolley boy. Yeah. Um, the um, Simon Pegg stunt double broke his collarbone. Oh shit! Like, day before or something, so he had to do his own stunt work there. Oh really? Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that bit where he goes, he goes "Now, because he says to his." No, is it Michael? Because Michael's. Do you really want to do this? And he's like, "Yarp." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so they have this great scene where um, they 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 go to rush the uh the butchers. Yeah. Um, and one of no, the Andes gets the tomato that, ketchup, when... the tomato sauce. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's sorry, Andy's ketchup. Bolognese. Bolognese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, then so they uh they they rush the uh the the um the the butcher's what would you call it counter thank you counter. that word escaped me for a moment there um and... but what i love about that whole meat counter thing yeah is they're there behind the meat counter which is just basically glass yeah and they're throwing the the, the knives the at knives them, yeah. they're shooting back that that whole like the the, the bullets are just ricocheting off that, that yeah like it's bulletproof like, just Jesus Christ, it's a bulletproof like skinner put it her. in just in case there was a shootout there sometime yeah. yeah yeah um so they head up to uh to try and take out skinner uh but skinner's already escaped you also get the, you also get the girl on girl oh yeah love a bit of girl on girl but tina comes around the corner with a <laughs> i think it's a knife which she's got box cutter or something yeah she and, just gets and, smacked in the face yeah. and skids across doris, the floor yeah doris smacks her in the face with a uh, wet floor sign isn't it yeah yeah she's like, i love the bit of girl on girl 
so they they uh they they head up to uh to get skinner but he's not there they realize skinner's escaped and i love when he's like he's like we need to get downstairs and danny's like how and he's like skip (laughs) (laughs) um so they both jump down into a skip and uh give chase as uh, as frank picks skinner up right yeah in the car and um they give pursuit um and uh, on the way they stop to pick up the swan yeah this is a very important plot they point this one they find the swan and they, they they think about it for a moment he's like nope we've been after this one for too long and they they pull over and pick up the swan um and uh they head out to uh Oh yeah, of course, because they uh, Skinner and Frank crash, don't they? They have to abandon the car, so yeah. now they're they're uh, chased on foot to the model village. One of my favorite lines of the movie that I completely forgot: the uh, "If you want to be a big man in a small town, fuck off on the oh, model no, village." Model village, such a good line. <laughs> and we also forgot the a, the uh, Aaron Aronson one is line as well. Oh yeah, going through the phone book for and starting a a, a, a Aaron Aronson or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you get that awesome shot of the full-size police car going over, going the, over the village. Yeah, it's awesome. such a great shot. Um, so yeah, they they uh, end up uh, having a uh, a brief fight with Skinner, who uh, who runs towards them but slips on his own truck. He slips on a scale model of the yeah. Summerfield truck and uh, impales himself on the uh, the church spire. The spire which is an awesome shot again it's so brilliant it's, it's so great and then they're so like oh it really so... hurts yes <laughs> i need ice cream <laughs> <laughs> of course at one point he uses the kid yes of course yeah 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 a r n aronson or whatever Aaron Aronson, yeah and like <laughs> nick's like what <laughs> um frank though cannot <laughs> give up he's not gonna give up and uh, so he runs and steals Nicholas's police car, Nick and Danny's car. Yep. Uh, but then we get the great shot, the aliens shot with the swan in the yeah. back, the back of the seat, which is yeah. uh, the same as the drop ship um, yep. from Aliens when uh, when that gets taken out and she notices the alien behind her. And the swan hisses as well. And it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, and I love the shot of the, the car just driving into the swan, tree. Yep. Just like, <laughs> it's like panic. <laughs> it's and, yeah. Um, so all is well. They they take everyone into custody, like you said. We, we get the helicopter land first. Oh, of course, we get the bad boys two shot with the helicopter yeah. flying over them. Yeah, yeah. And the, the the chief constable and that coming down and saying, "You got to come back." Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, we uh, we missed the great shot when they um they start the uh the chase. And you've got the um the judges for the town award. Oh yeah, stood there yeah. as the cars like speed past, and then the sign falls down behind them. Yep. Um, that's um Simon Pegg's mum and oh, that's Edgar Wright's mum. Oh, that's awesome. That's really yeah. nice. And I think the guy who the the, the the male judge I think was Edgar Wright's drama teacher. Oh, that's fantastic. He yeah. must be so proud. I thought so. Um. Yeah, so they all turn up to congratulate him and they basically say, like, hey, you know why you've been gone? London's become a bit of a shithole. (laughs) Basically, crime is like, you know, we do, you know, when you said like you were like 300%, 400% better than any other policeman? Well, now it's 400% worse. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, as a result. 
um and they want him back they want to give him i think they're going to give him a promotion in london as well weren't they yeah i think so um but he refuses because now he he has his new family in sanford and he so he he says nope that's it um uh so they all fuck off i don't know where they go i guess they all just go back to london and leave him to it uh to deal with all of this hideous paperwork and and all of that stuff um they're all celebrating in the police station uh is that they've taken everyone into custody uh but of course the uh last member of the nwa uh comes in completely forgotten about yeah up in the office yeah uh, he'd been in the office the entire time uh he comes down and they take uh they take him out but he falls into the evidence room well he, he comes down with a blunderbuss doesn't he yes he yeah which to, is such a fitting weapon he calls him an interfering busybody doesn't he yeah and he goes to shoot angel but uh danny jumps in front yeah gets and gets uh hit hit with the blast. blast um but yes in in the chase afterwards and he he um uh angel uses the bin he, he yes bin, yes he does yeah he, yeah it's the bin end to him and that knocks him into the into the um, sea mine evidence room yeah where he hits the sea mine and the entire place explodes. oh god and a clunk <laughs> and again it blows up and the, and the you get that explosion and stuff and then the devil it's so ridiculous it's like completely it's nothing the entire there fucking building yeah. And they're all just there, like just, like it's like an A, it's like the A team, you know. They've just got a bit of soot yeah. on them, and they're fine. <laughs> the co- yeah, the car is completely on fire and turned over, but they're climbing out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and the great thing is, you get the shot of of Nicholas over Danny, and then it cuts to that shot of the gravestone. Yeah, and it's such a great shot, and then obviously you realise that they're they're actually you know at the the uh, the mum's grave. It's got Butterman, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, Danny has also been promoted to sergeant. Nicholas has been promoted to inspector now, and uh, they they continue to to well, they're basically like now they rule, they or they they police Sanford, but they police Sanford like you know like marcus and mike from bad boys now <laughs> yeah. like where it's ridiculous like it'd be like a a minor speeding thing but yeah. of course they've got this fucking subaru like you know yeah is it the uh, the, the the uh doris goes over the the tunnel saying oh somebody messing with the bins down the back of yeah, light up the <laughs> roof <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah they they speed off and uh that is that is hot fuzz i i i genuinely think regardless of uh, of my rambling um which may not have given the uh the the credit this film deserves the the writing in this film is so good yeah like it's so good there like there's so much like everything is paid off by the end of this movie yeah all of the little jokes and the plot points um it does a really good job like you said of of setting up from the beginning that something is not right with this town Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing that you only pick up with on like a second viewing where you're like, oh, they're, the hints were there the whole time that this was going on and that they were all in on something. I think that's what's great about all three of the of the Cornetto trilogy is that... Yeah, that they, 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 they reward all... repeat viewing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all so beautifully done that mm. will, there was always something that you will spot when you watch it again. Absolutely. That you didn't before. And it's, yeah, look, just beautifully set up every... 
you know, everything is set up, everything is, is just beautifully done. You, you know, there's 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 always hints to what's going on. I mean, going to the next one, the next movie, with um, uh, what's his character in that? King, isn't it? It's um, Gary King. Throughout the whole thing, the, there are so many little clues that he's so fucking damaged and that he's like tried to kill himself and that he's, you know, through the whole movie and not until you get to the very end, he's like, oh my God, what, you know, I should, you should have spotted all those things before. And when you see that again, you go, oh, there it is. There's that, there's that, there's that. It's just beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's such a such a wonderfully written and acted movie. It's like a who's who of of English actors at the time. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, you got Kenneth Cranham, You've got um, uh, Paul Freeman. You know, all all brilliant like villainous actors that that are, you know all have these tiny little parts really in in the in this movie. They're all they're just fantastic. And of course, then you get you know later on in the second, the next one, you get Pierce Brosnan, and yeah, it's just great. And what's good about the 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 next one, as it were, is the actual group of friends themselves, who they all are. You know, they're all you know Martin Freeman and and, yeah. and Pat Considine, and and it, yeah, it's it's just it must. It, I'm I'm imagine you know you, you when you see when you see movies and you think about the sets of those movies and you think so oh they must have had such a good time and then you, you think. It turns out most of the time that they didn't or whatever, you know, it wasn't yeah. as good. But I think with these movies, I genuinely think they must have had the the most fantastic time doing these movies. I I, I don't know how they kept a straight face. I, I think, yeah. The, the are, outtakes must be... There are insane. great outtakes. Yeah, I've never watched there's, them, but... Oh, there are some brilliant ones. Huh. <laughs> and I like that the, apparently originally there was a, um, a, a love interest for... Um, angel in this oh really yeah there was a love interest and all of the lines they had for her they basically just gave to danny it works it works really well (laughs) i love that because their basically relationship is is that it is yeah yeah you know by the end they're basically a couple aren't they oh it's it's such a great movie Mm -hmm. um yeah, genuinely, I think three of the greatest comedies ever made. Certainly in in modern memory, and yeah, probably ever. I mean, they are really well written. Yeah, they they so one of those rare things where you know movies live up to the hype. Yeah, they, they really do in this case. They're uh-huh. they're superb. Um, and I know, I know, you, I know you. We've talked about this before, and I know mm. you 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 got very sick of it. But I still think Spaced is one of the greatest. Oh no, uh, Spaced is great. It, the 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 problem with Spaced is not Spaced; it's the people that quote Spaced. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like I mean that in the nicest way possible because I I love Spaced and I know a lot of people quote it. But you get people, right? That <laughs> it's usually the people, and there's nothing wrong with this. But it's the people that have become quote unquote nerds or geeks recently <laughs> and so they don't really necessarily have the history that we do because we grew up with this stuff right yeah so they make fun of like babylon 5 or hawk oh, the slayer God, yeah. and all they know is that line 
because yeah. they've never actually fucking watched any of those things so they just quote those <laughs> things verbatim like it's hilarious anytime anyone mentions babylon 5 be, oh, babylon 5 is a big pile of shit so yeah you've never watched it yeah you're just quoting a show just <laughs> referencing something you've never actually watched um but no it, it's uh, no i like space i think i i just i overwatched space i watched it to fucking death That's it's probably the reason why why hot fuzz tends to be my favorite of the cornetto trilogy because i watched Shaun of the dead so goddamn much when it came out like yeah, I, I feel like i've completed Shaun of the that. dead I, I don't need to watch it ever yeah. i i know it line by line you know yeah um and i think what the other the other thing that you know i think is so good about this is it also shows just how good actors sean Pegg and nick frost are they are actually a lot more skilled than you than you kind of think they are yeah so i think they kind of get dismissed as being sort of you know, oh they're just sort of funny yeah actors that you know they're, they're just in those movies they're not they're bloody really wonderfully skilled actors well and and i i would say they they are fantastic the whole way through all three um but particularly with simon Pegg, i think you know for for being my least favorite of the cornetto trilogy his performance in uh world's end is superb he is it, so good in that and nick frost is great and is so great in that yes because it's a role reversal for them in that one yeah uh which i which i quite like actually because i think that that really made it feel fresh mm-hmm. um because effectively they although they were different characters and they they did have somewhat different personalities they they played the same characters in both films right they they were abbott and costello yeah in both movies mm-hmm. um and then in the third one they switched so it was costello and abbott which i quite yeah. like they they swapped it around where you know um nick frost is now the straight man and simon Pegg is the jokey one you know it, it worked it works really well yeah um but yeah tremendous films i'm sure we will uh one day do world's end i don't know have we done short of the dead i don't think we have we have not okay we, well at some point we will do them out of order we decided that people it would love be, it when we do it out of order too, too many too many horrors so we thought we'd do hot fuzz instead of yeah this was another one that we just kind of pulled out of our ass wasn't it yeah sometimes we plan these there is a list I've, i i don't i don't list. have the list i've never seen the list i don't want to ever see the have list have not seen the list oh no i don't want okay. to see it uh, we've had enough. this conversation i don't want to see it i yeah. i occasionally say add this to the list yes but i like it to be a bit of a surprise so like when we're doing the show i'm like hey what are we doing next week and then i'll find out then yeah. sometimes if you haven't got anything then we discuss it we come up with stupid ideas like doing hot fuzz but i i quite like not knowing because it's quite fun i'm like well, what am i going to be watching this week who knows because yeah. it's all it, everything it i know that everything on the list is things we love so it's not going to be yeah. a problem you know and it worked out interestingly for um, High Noon, which of course you turned out that you hadn't seen. Turned out I hadn't seen. Um, I did I mention that I watched uh, Outland recently? No. Yeah, I, I decided to rewatch that because I haven't watched that forever. And it was you mentioned that it was a remake of, of High Noon. Yeah. Um, and it kind of is, but it it's it's very different. Yes. Not not just in terms of oh it's in space, but also like the whole setup and the whole situation. Um it's not as well executed as story as High Noon is. No. Um fucking awesome movie though. It's, it's a, a really it's, good movie. It's one of those movies that I think kind of got dismissed initially. And pe- mm. it didn't you know people kind of forgot about it. It sort of went away. And I think yeah. people were a bit sniffy about it. 
it, it certainly I, ticks all the boxes of a cult classic. Yeah, and I think now it's it's people look at it. It's like no, actually, it's a fucking good movie. And it it's is good. Uh, Sean Connery's bloody good in it, and it's it's it's, it's a it's a movie nice. set on a space station in the vacuum of space where they're shooting shotguns, which is yeah. the dumbest idea. <laughs> it's like the worst <laughs> weapon. Apart from grenades, that's like the worst thing you could probably be shooting inside of a space station. But it's tremendous. I love it. It's also basically in the alien world, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's it's one of those movies that pretty much slots right into to aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, great well don't they say this is meant to this is like almost fits in with alien yeah uh and then soldier almost fits in with uh blade runner that's the yeah, kind soldier. of and they're all in the same universe yeah 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 it's kind of cool um but anyway enough about that we'll be back next week uh reviewing whatever the fuck we've seen between now and then i haven't seen anything yet i'm gonna have to have to work on that <laughs> um but yes um exciting things to talk about next week um got our first gamera trailer that was fun um uh, yes bunch of things but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it next week but yeah. uh, until then it's been two hours and ten minutes of your life thank you for listening and uh we will catch you next time <laughs>